It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kick them down. Well, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavist, licensed nutritionist. And today's show is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. It is my pleasure to bring you important life-changing nutritional information. You know, if you're a migraine sufferer, or if you have a friend or a daughter or a coworker that's a migraine sufferer, then you'll want to stay tuned because we're discussing the nutritional connection to preventing migraines. And I didn't even know if people realize that possibly they can prevent, prevent migraines. Mm-hmm. So this week, according to the Mayo Clinic's latest health letter, older people, especially women, often see a decline in headaches as they age. Well, that's pretty good news. Well, how old do you have to be? (laughs) (laughs) So the chairman of the Mayo Clinic's headache subspecialty group credits the reduction of migraines in women to the ending of menstruation due to the beginning of menopause. A good thing about menopause. So that's one thing to look forward to. Yes. And from our clinical practice, we have understand there certainly is a hormonal connection to migraines. We know that. We see that all the time. So to help me explore the connection, and you've heard her voice already, is our co-host, Wendy Cates Dancer. Wendy is a registered nurse, a nutrition counselor, a nutrition educator. And you currently are teaching the Weight and Wellness series of classes at our North Oaks office and you're seeing clients at our North Oak office today. I am. I'm heading there right after the show. And one of the things, Wendy, you are really good at getting to the root cause of migraines. And I know you are because I hear it from people. Uh-huh. That's good. Yeah. it's And, and it's wonderful. Uh, again, Dar, as you know, that's why I... Uh, work here is that is because uh, being uh, in the medical model for such a very long time and dishing up medication after medication after medication um, working I mean one of my first jobs uh, on the psychiatric unit uh, down in Rochester would be to uh, try to min- minister to people with migraines mm-hmm. I mean they put them on the psychiatric unit okay back then oh this is great and we treated them as they were uh, as if they were uh, they had a psychiatric illness. Really? Interesting. And, and yeah, and it wasn't a pleasant experience, you know, because we try to give them, um, you know, medications sure. that uh, didn't didn't really help at all. Mm-hmm. I remember one woman woman that had such severe migraines that she ended up in uh, in the state hospital. Oh, oh really? Okay. So, is it a pleasure to work here and and get to the bottom of the, uh, the cause yes. and help people? Absolutely. It is. And so it's great to be here. So in talking about migraines, it was surprising to me for me to realize that 28 million American Americans, that's a lot of Americans, suffer from migraine headaches. And two thirds of the migraine sufferers are women. Yes. And that's what we usually see. That's for sure. Oh, absolutely. 
Today, we are going to discuss possible causes of migraines and some nutritional solutions. If you are a migraine sufferer and were sitting in my office looking for relief, I would start by asking you questions. I would go over your health history, analyze any blood chemistry reports or any lab reports, from the, and from this information, determine the possible biochemical imbalances occurring in your body that would lead to a migraine. Mm-hmm. And we would discuss the frequency, the severity of your migraines. Uh, we would discuss what you eat and if you have mm-hmm. any cravings. Yes. All of this gives me a clue and body signs that, uh, that will lead me to the cause of your headaches. You know, as nutritionists, we believe that with any health problems, it is actually necessary to find the cause. So just putting a mammoth Band-Aid around your head in the form of a medication is not the real solution, as most migraine sufferers know. As we systematically look at causes and solutions, we've invited another nutritionist to share (laughs) some key research information about the causes and solutions to migraine headache problems. You know, actually, I was looking for this lady last night because <laughs> she's just completed her master's degree, and I knew she'd know all this, but I, she slipped out on me before I could ask her the question last night. So we have Leah Wetzel here. She's a licensed nutritionist, and she, as I said, she just completed her master's degree in nutrition, and she's busy teaching. She's busy seeing clients at our St. Paul office. So there you are, Leah. It's Welcome. great to be on the show today with you two it's pros. It's great to <laughs> yes. have you on the I'm show, I'm so happy Leah. to be here. <laughs> yes, and I think, you know, I think a very simple solution for some migraine sufferers is to increase the level of magnesium in the body. We see this a lot. People have these magnesium deficiencies. And many studies have found that low magnesium levels often lead to migraines. In fact, Dr. Jonathan Wright, a well-known nutrition expert, found that low levels of magnesium altered blood flow to and through the brain. So simply having adequate levels of magnesium in the body, people can have adequate blood flow to the brain and no longer experience migraines. I mean, I think that's an interesting point, Leah, yeah. is that it, magnesium, that simple mineral, affects blood flow to the brain. Isn't that amazing? You know, I mean, we have, we recommend magnesium for a lot of different reasons. You know, sleep is one of them. It has the, many jobs in the body. It does. Well, and a lot of, uh, you know, our nutrition experts out there, Dar, say, you know, it, your, your clients are not going to get better unless you give them magnesium. I think it's scary how many people are depleted in magnesium. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, two-thirds of the population, and I think that's uh, rising. Yes, I think so, too. You know, and so what I really recommend is, for most people, is three to 400 milligrams of magnesium glycinate, and that happens to be a form that is easily ab- absorbed. And But honestly, I had one of my migraine clients you know, a couple of three years ago, she, we had to bring her up to over 1,000 milligrams daily of magnesium for months to cheap, so, for, so that she could sleep, what for one, and to be migraine-free or almost migraine-free. You know, if she still ate a little MSG, she would get she a would migraine. She would get a migraine yeah. or But basically, nitrates, if she did yeah. her eating plan the way she needed to, um, she would be migraine-free. And before that, she was having a migraine daily. Wow. Daily. Can you imagine? I can't imagine. I no. can't imagine living like that. No. I just, uh, I just can't. You couldn't really. I mean, you couldn't yeah. really function that well. But in, really? you know, we did not, we were not able to accomplish this wonderful task 
overnight. Yeah. We had to work for a couple of months of different things before one, we yep, got her one migraine. One step at a time. Yes, but we, every every week it would be less and less migraines. That's which great. is a huge motivation for continuing to work on it. Because none of the medications, all the medications that she had tried, and of course, you know, she had tried a lot of them, uh, they may have worked for a little brief time, but then they stopped working for most people. Yep. Mm-hmm. And again, in sitting with her, the underlying cause, lack of sleep. Lack of sleep. And lack of magnesium. Lack of magnesium. Her whole nutrient life. nutrient deficiency. Her whole life, actually. Exactly. Wow. And, you know, which is, this is what's great about being here, isn't it, Leah? It we is. see this over and over and over again. It is. So we start with the simple answer, magnesium. Magnesium helps the blood flow to the brain. That's amazing. But another supplement in one of my favorites, omega-3 fish oil, it also helps with the blood flow to the brain. Let's get that blood to the brain. Should we? (laughs) Fish oil, omega-3, improves circulation as well as reducing inflammation in the brain. Way back in 1985, the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition reported the regular use of omega-3 decreases the severity of migraines or actually, in many cases, eliminated them. But again, to have results, you must use adequate amounts, often 3,000 to 6,000 milligrams for two to three months is a good trial dosage. You know, Wendy, you know, you said this this was reported back in 1985. Yes. And here we're still talking about... That was a few years ago. (laughs) (laughs) I was alive. <laughs> I, I was alive, but barely. A lot, a lot, not as much as you. I and like I that. Was, I'm more alive. And I was I'm really not older. Up. I'm more alive. <laughs> I was just a little tyke at that age, at that time. All right, those are really good suggestions, Wendy, with, with those dosages. I think that that's important. You know, three to six, three thousand to six thousand milligrams. Um, is you know something that is needed for a lot of people. Another thing to look at too is food sensitivities. Yes, yes, which often is the root of some of these migraine problems. And as a nutritionist, I would suggest eliminating any foods that contain gluten. Now, our favorite listeners know that gluten is the protein that's in wheat, rye, barley, oat, spelt, kamut. People that have sensitivities to gluten can have an altered blood flow to the brain when they eat gluten, an altered blood flow that can lead to a migraine. And remember that gluten can be hidden in many different foods. So again, it's that altered blood flow to the brain that kind of looks at migraines. So let's, before we go on break, let's talk about gluten just for a minute. You know, gluten is in bread, of course, cereal, pasta, pretzels, beer, Scotch. 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 Oh, no. Oh, man. (laughs) I don't think I've ever had that. (laughs) Soy sauce, gravies, many soups, and the list goes on and on and on. But it's not in meat. Well, not real meat. Yeah. Not steak and pork chops and those things. Vegetables, you know, like broccoli, cauliflower. And not in healthy fats like butter, olive oil, and avocado. Things that we love to eat. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, it's time for a break. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. So many different stories about nutrition were in the news this week. And Jamie Oliver's TV show, Food Revolution, please watch it. Oh, it's a great show. Yeah, it is great. Returned to the air on Tuesday night. He was not happy about kids drinking chocolate milk 
and showed that when kids in the L.A. school system drink chocolate milk, they consume enough sugar daily to overfill a large school bus. Yes. Oh, my gosh. A small chocolate milk contains, that's a small one, seven teaspoons of sugar. Do kids really need seven teaspoons of sugar in their milk? Questions about migraines? Call us here today. We'd love for you to join our conversation at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with Dishing Up Nutrition. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, growing up on a farm, somehow our cows didn't have a special spigot that dispensed chocolate and sugar into the milk. Did you? No, no, not at all. We had no chocolate. We had no, no sugar. Sugar. No, you didn't have no any special cows. The, no, not no, uh-uh. not those special cows. <laughs> so you know, I don't know if they're raising different kinds of cows now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Camps would say that they have these, these <laughs> chocolate cows these, on these, these ads, these colored yeah. cows yes. on these ads. <laughs> so another interesting report I looked at this week was how dietary supplements reduce health care costs. So I want now to share you're some, talking. Yeah, so I want to share some research findings. By giving the Medicare population, might be me, about <laughs> 1,800 milligrams of omega-3 fish oil daily, that would prevent 374,000 hospitalizations from heart disease over five years, a savings. Now listen to this. A savings of $3.2 billion. Wow. You know, personally, you know, because of my family risk factors for heart disease, I take 4,000 omega-3s daily. Absolutely. I mean, the benefits of omega-3, a good quality. Yeah. Yes, that's say important. That. We had a question about omega-3s, didn't yes, we? we? Yes, we did. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, Alex came in and said uh, a lady called and, yeah. and she needs to get more blood to her brain. Yep. Absolutely. But she's a vegetarian. What can she take? Uh, other than fish oil. And Leah, since you just finished school, I thought that would be a good question for you. <laughs> you know, a great alternative would be just straight DHA, and that's derived from algae. So you're safe. It's not going for fish, but definitely would help with um, the migraines and help with having the good DHA that yeah. you need for a healthy brain. And, and what about... What about flax oil? What you do you know, think of that? What did they tell you about a that? A lot in of school? people think that as you know, as a healthy alternative if you are vegetarian, but it actually is not. And your body most times can't use that therapeutically like it can, like an activated form of omega three, and you find in fish oil or DHA, dry from algae. Got it. Very okay. good so, option. Yeah. Yes. Right. I think that's and a wonderful a, option. You know, it's a great anti-inflammatory but it, it, it's tool. Di- it's different than what we were talking about for dosages, though, too, because yes. uh, like about 200 milligrams yes. of, of DHA that comes from algae, very pure. Yes. And I would take probably two of those a day. What do you think, uh, That's what I'd take, too. Yeah. I would, I'd say about 400 milligrams. Yeah. yeah. Well, we've got lots of callers, so okay. we're going to jump right in here. Um, Susie, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. I wanted to share that I had migraines 18 years, wow. and and they put me, I had a um, MRI, first to make sure it wasn't a brain tumor. Um, I had oxygen therapy, Prozac, Imitrex, something up my nose. I don't remember what that was. Oh. <laughs> but, 
had all kinds of things. The only thing that handled it during that time was Prozac for two years, but I didn't want to stay on that. Uh-huh. So I went. I, I preferred having the migraines to whatever that might be doing to my body, and then found um, magnesium and 250 milligrams of my magnesium a day. I don't have migraines anymore. Isn't wow. that wonderful? That's great. That's a small dosage. Great results. But that's yeah, wonderful. Thank you for calling in today. Perfect. Thank you. All yeah. right. Great, great. Susie. <laughs> Just 250 milligrams. I know. Good wow. for her. Yeah. And all the, but all the stuff she went through. Yes. Yeah. She listed that years. very well for yeah. us. 18 years of migraines. And I think I've never had a migraine. But I've seen many people that have, and it's right. it's, it's debilitating. Yes, I, my my roommate in college, um, I mean, she would get for uh, a week out of the month, she couldn't even get out of bed. Hmm. And we're going to get to those, I think. I'm yes, talking we about are. those a little bit later. Okay. And uh, Christina, good morning. Yes. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Good morning. I love your show. Thank you. Great. I have a question about the magnesium, and I might be confusing it with something else, but I thought that. Um, too much magnesium could put your heart at risk or heart or risk of a heart attack. And I'm wondering if, um, like, like uh, the last caller said, 250 milligrams of magnesium helps for migraines. Is that something I could try myself to see how my symptoms of um, headaches are, sure. or do I need to get blood work first and really be overseen by a doctor for magnesium? No, usually you people can, you know, do, you know, I like I said, three, four hundred milligrams of magnesium. Most of us are very deficient in magnesium, so it's very safe. And actually, it helps with heart rhythms. So sometimes when people are out of balance, they have out of balance heart rhythms and or, or when they have a magnesium deficiency. So it is actually supportive to your heart, not detrimental. I mean, I don't know how... You know, we say, you know, kind of upper limits is about 1,000 milligrams. I've heard some people take 2,000, but usually we recommend three to 400 milligrams, and that's all. Okay, thank but, you. But, Christina, the thing is, is you is uh, we don't want you to go out to uh, certain stores and just buy magnesium oxide. Uh, okay. that's, that's what you're going to get out there, and that's not absorbable. You need to go to uh, Nutritional Weight and Wellness um, or, um, uh, you know, a, at least a co-op or, yeah. or, or a place that where people really know about supplements. And you need to get a very absorbable magnesium, magnesium glycinate. Um, and then, uh, then it'll work. And then it'll okay. work. And Leah, you had you were going to make a comment. Oh, I was just going to comment. You know, just coming fresh out of school, I've read lots and lots of studies where they have used 400 milligrams for migraine usage, and no adverse effects as far as what you're talking about. The only thing they talked about as possible issues would maybe a little bit of a loose stool, but right. it really is important for so many different functions in the body that I mean, it's it, it would not be harmful to take that dosage. Perfect. Yeah, I'm glad you added. That, yeah. Leah. Yep. Great. Thank you very much. Great. You're welcome, Christina. So, one more caller, huh? Okay. All right. Jessica, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Good morning. Good morning to you. My neurologist suggested that magnesium as well. Good. Good. Yeah. Um, I thought I was just getting the tension headaches, and uh, he said, "No, it's migraine headaches. I've we have a family history of them." So I, the, the question I have is I was taking the glycinate and then 
I couldn't find it anywhere. So I got, of course, I went to the, my local health food store and got some magnesium um, citrate. Now, tell me the difference between that. Well, and then, the, go ahead. The citrate might make for loose stools. Yeah, that's what I found. So, you know, you know, I know glycinate is very hard to find. and It is. It's sold out in two different places. Well, just call one of our offices, and they can okay. even they Come can to even Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Yeah. You know, I, I want to just uh, um, make a plug for our magnesium. Um, uh, we have this wonderful magnesium glycinate, and people take ours, and they sleep. They take ours. Their <laughs> symptoms disappear. That's what I found is that I've slept better yeah. than yeah. I've. But then they go out and try to get a different form, uh, either because we're in, I don't know why. But then they always come back in well, two, three, or four weeks because ours just works so much better. Well, I think part of it is, Wendy, they don't want to drive to one of our offices, but nicely. We, we ship. We ship. They can call. People probably don't know that. No. And actually, they can go on a new website that we have. It's called NutraKey.net, and they can order right online right now. So... It's just kind of, just kind of up there. It can happen. So, but you know, people need the convenience of this. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, anyway, thanks for the call, and we appreciate it. Thank you. So, so did you hear that, Jessica? I did hear that, Nutri- and then I'm also wondering if um, my second question. I'm sorry. No, can, no, that's fine. Can you give this to teenage, like to my yes. teenage daughter? Certainly, absolutely. You can. Okay. Absolutely. Fabulous. Because yeah. they do, I just think it's very helpful. And, and it, it sounds like your whole family needs magnesium. That yeah, it, you I said it runs it in my, the family. Can, but it, well, I have, you know, a five-year-old and toddler, but I don't know if we can give it to them as well. Uh, we actually do give magnesium to toddlers and, and children, but not in the pill form. Not, though, yeah, not in that big a form. Yeah. But uh, a lot of children need magnesium, too. Okay. Great. Thank you guys so much. Thank Thanks, you, Jessica. Okay. We appreciate the call. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. You. So, Wendy, should, before we get into our next topic, should we kind of take a quick break? And, and it's, then... Right. It's just about time. Yeah, okay. absolutely. So uh, you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. A very compelling reason to take dietary supplements was the following research finding. There are 44 million women of childbearing age not taking folic acid. Yeah. Hmm. If one quarter of these women took 400 milligram micrograms, I'm sorry, 400 micrograms of folic acid daily before conception, we could prevent uh, neural tube uh, defects such as spina bifida or cleft palate, and we could save 1.4 billion dollars over five years and a lot of pain and suffering. Questions about migraines today? Give us a call at six five one six four one. One zero seven one. If you're like me, you try to eat right, but the definition of healthy eating seems like a moving target. Should I eat low-carb or low-fat? Do eggs and butter raise my cholesterol? Is coffee good after all? Don't rely on sound bites and infomercials for something as important as your health. You deserve recommendations based on biochemistry. Nutritional Weight and Wellness is offering My Talk 1071 listeners a complimentary e-newsletter that is chock full of nutrition information and tips. The Weight and Wellness Way newsletter provides sound information and practical strategies from a nutritionist's perspective. Learn a natural approach to healthy eating based on real whole foods you buy at the grocery store. All this and best of all, it's free. 
To subscribe to the complimentary Weight and Wellness Way e-newsletter, go to weightandwellness.com and enter your email address. Then watch your inbox every month for nutrition news and special offers that will help you look and feel your best. For information on other services at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, call 651-699-3438. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Leah Wetzel, licensed nutritionist, and I'm here today with Wendy Kate Stancer, registered nurse and nutritional counselor, and Dark Avist, licensed nutritionist. Now, next week, we have a variety of one-night classes to offer. On April 20th in St. Paul, we have Food to Reduce Pain and Inflammation, and on April 25th, we have Nutrition for Peak Performance in St. Paul. Now, this is a great class for anyone training for an event coming up this spring or summer. Uh, also, on April 27th, we have Food to Build Happy Focused Kids at the River Market in Stillwater. And our favorite on April 28th, Jumpstart Your Metabolism in New Richmond and in Buffalo. Lots of classes and lots of fun. Absolutely. Yes. Lots of fun. So check out our website at weightandwellness.com for times and locations or give a call to our office at 651-699-3438. So we lots were... Lots of classes. Yes. Lots of class. great classes. Those are Pain really... And inflammation. Mm-hmm. The, those kids' classes should be just filled over brimming be. because our kids need so much help these days, don't they? Mm-hmm. As we And we were talking before... Um, we took some callers about gluten right. and migraines. Right. But when we look at gluten, we often find children who are gluten sensitive. And they're rather restless sleepers. Yes, often, they are. Very. Often not getting, and you can see those dark circles under their mm-hmm. eyes. Often not getting enough sleep and lack of sleep can lead to migraines in children. And adults. And adults. <laughs> And that happens to a lot of adults. It does. You know, they think people lot. think they can live on five or six hours of sleep and they're fine. Or I have a few clients that thinks four hours is Ooh, enough. I don't have <laughs> yeah. any of those, but those are telling me I need more sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so we can't forget about how low blood sugars can cause a migraine. You know, even my favorite psychiatrist, Dr. Abraham Hoffer, now way back in 1996, now he's been around forever. Kind of like me. So he observed (laughs) that low blood sugar can lead to migraines. In fact, you know, think about this one. Have you ever noticed if you skipped lunch, skipped your snack, and arrived home very late for dinner, you often have some kind of a headache, don't you? Often. And sometimes that headache ends up turning into a migraine. And so it's just a low blood sugar problem. Nothing else, nothing fancy, not a Prozac problem, low blood sugar problem. That's it. Hello, and all you need to do is eat. Eat in balance, as we teach everyone. Well, we have a lot of callers here. And uh, Denise, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Hi. Hi there. Hi. Um, hi, gals. Um, I just want to let you know that I love your show. You have such good information. Thank you. Um, and I um, I suffer from migraines. Um, I'm 55, and about five years ago, my migraines um, really started to get uh, much worse. Um, I'll have a migraine. It'll last for like three days, the vomiting and, you know, the mm-hmm. whole thing. And I, I'm in bed and, you know, can't can't function. But I'm wondering, is there any link between um, the migraines and hormones? I do take Premarin, um, mm. 
could my um, mm-hmm. could, I'm wondering if my hormones could be out of balance. Yes. And should I have my hormones checked? Well, you know, when you look at Premarin, most people, most women are not taking Premarin any longer. And um, because that's, that's estrogen, mainly estrogen. It's got a little bit of artificial progesterone in it. But that's making your body have excess amounts of estrogen and then not enough good progesterone. And so it's causing that inflammation in your brain from that excess amounts of estrogens. Yes, Uh I think that that's... So we kind of help people, if they're interested in not using their Premarin any longer, is work with their doctor to get off of that and work with a more natural approach to managing any kind of symptoms that you might be having. And then you probably would be able to get rid of your migraines. And, I, you oh. know, if you've had migraines for, yes, definitely. Lots of people react to Premarin that way. Okay. And so, and I've, I've had a hysterectomy, and that's why I'm on the Premarin. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and But, you so know, we, as women, most women have excess amounts of estrogen, don't we? Yes. I mean, this is, we're in this time of estrogen dominance and stay tuned denise because we're going to be talking about that um in a little bit that's our that's our next approach to uh to migraines but i would recommend uh, with uh, all that you have going on uh um uh either signing up for our uh uh menopause class or uh an individual consultation and that menopause class is coming up in may i believe that's correct okay I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's a Monday night. That's all I know. I think it's. And are you teaching that? I am. Yes. Okay. Monday yeah. night in North Oaks. North Oaks. Mm-hmm. In so North again, Oaks. if you go to oh. yeah, if you go to our website, uh, weightandwellness.com, dot mm-hmm. and then go to the May calendar and look at Monday nights. I think it's either the second or third Monday night that we're teaching that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll but check that, that out. That thank would you. give you a lot of good information, Denise. Yep. Okay. And thank thanks so for, much. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the show. Oh, absolutely. Thank yep. you. Okay. okay. So we'll take another caller? Sure, why not? Okay. Dave, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Hi. So my question is about um, can a person go someplace and have a some blood drawn to find out what the body um, has an excess amount of nutrients or maybe a lack of nutrients? Well, I think, you know, we always recommend going to your doctor and asking for a full panel of blood chemistry. And sometimes we uh, recommend some things like a full panel of thyroid, you know, maybe having your um, high sensitive CRP done, having a homocysteine level done, and then all your other liver functions and all those things. And that gives people a pretty good broad spectrum of what's going on in their body. Um, And then you have to go with some symptoms. That's that's kind of, you know, because otherwise... Yeah, we really go re- go on symptoms. Yeah, and because otherwise, uh, there are more sophisticated types of blood tests, but usually it's very difficult to get those covered by insurance. And so we're always concerned about making sure that it gets covered by insurance for people. And they okay. are expensive, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Yep. But, so, were, right. you, were you concerned about anything in particular, Dave? No, it's actually for my girlfriend. Oh. And, um, and, and she takes supplements... But she's still got migraine headaches, and, and she's got aches and pains. And, like, this morning she woke up with a muscle spasm. She said, well, I need more magnesium. Mm-hmm. And so my question is, well, how would you determine that? Well, that's just what I hear. And I said, well, why don't you go to a doctor? And she says, well, I have. You know, I think, and... she, should, I think she should come in for a consultation. Okay. She's got 
yeah she's got a lot of stuff going on yeah and And it could be a dietary yeah the the thing is dave is that we can test your blood for like calcium and magnesium but if it's not getting absorbed in your tissues and if the calcium is not getting to your bone your blood tests are going to come out fine that's kind of the problem there with those tests Okay. Um, so you really want to look at uh, at the symptoms too. So, uh, thank you for calling us and supporting your girlfriend. Yes. I really yes. appreciate that. All right, thank that's you. great. Uh, well, if you can put me on hold, let me get some more information from you guys. Okay. Okay. Great. All right. Thanks. So. Wendy, where are we? I don't know. Where <laughs> we're well, we have uh, about three minutes. We can take a call before break. Yeah, let's take a call. That sounds great. I don't want to push the wrong button here. Yep. <laughs> Marilyn, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Thank you. I recently had talked to a person that had had migraines all her life and was starting to take feverfew and cayenne pepper combination and found perfect relief. And yep. I was wondering if you had ever heard of that combination. Yep, yep I have, definitely. And... Uh... Uh, it's um, it's it's one of the ones that are rec- that's recommended in many of the books, and great that that worked. It's, I know. have recently started to take that over the last two weeks, but I find out that the cayenne pepper with 500 milligrams is really hard in my stomach. Yes. Does it ev- ever really kind of get better after a while? Does your stomach get used to it? Well, I think you what I think there's a caution there, mm-hmm. and so. You know, you would want it. You got. You need to take it with food. I have okay. and lots of water. Well, you know, if it's bothering you, I'd either figure out how to reduce the dosage, or um, you know, not do take it. Take a different approach. Yes. Yeah, take a yeah, different approach. Yeah, because your body. You know, I always tell people your body is uh, is is talking to you, and you you know need to listen to it. Maybe you need uh, some different some different things. Uh, Marilyn, maybe magnesium or something else would help you. Yep. Okay, so maybe that isn't the combination for me. It might not mm-hmm. be. I, I, I would say that that could very likely be the case. Okay. So th- thank you, Marilyn, th- for the call. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for your call. Well, it's time for another break. You are dish- listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. As a team of nutritional counselors and educators, we believe nutrition is the go-to solution for all your health needs. We believe nutrition is the critical component for the prevention of all diseases, including depression, asthma, ADD, macular degeneration, yes, infertility, and what are many people going through with infertility these days? Yes, many, many. Scary. Menopause, my favorite topic, arthritis, fibromyalgia, MS, Crohn's disease, diabetes, heart disease, or any other chronic condition that you might have. To learn more, uh, tune in next week as Dar and Anna host Ask the Nutritionist, a lot of people's favorite show. Yep. Bring on the questions. Dar and, answer, Dar and Anna are ready and willing to answer them. We'll be right back with Dishing Up Nutrition. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you suffer from ongoing migraines, let me recommend a special supplement that has been successfully used in Europe for over 50 years to beat migraines. So this is going to be a little bit easier on your stomach than the cayenne, cayenne pe- pepper. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the name of the supplement is called Petadolex, and it's mainly an herb called butterbur. 
and it's butterbur root, and it supports circulation to the brain. So I found it extremely beneficial for many clients, very effective, no side effects. No burning stomach. No burning yeah. stomach. So great. let's get back to... To on topic? On topic. Well, about let's get hormonal. into a little bit of what Denise was, was interested in, the hormone connection to migraines. So, you know, we promised all of you that we would get into that now, and let's look at the research behind that. We find that most women in the U.S. have very high levels of estrogen. So we might ask... You mean, no, now, even people that are in menopause, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Women in the U.S. All right. All women. All women. (laughs) Why so much estrogen? As we've known since 1991, because of the Women's Health Initiative study, many women stopped taking hormone replacement therapy, or HRTs, but still have higher than normal levels of estrogen. So, Leah, maybe we should step back a little bit because it was the lady's name was Denise, was that right? Denise, yep. So she's taking... HRT. Yes. Premarin. Yes. Premarin. Yeah. And the Women's Health Initiative study said that... Really? Arti- you don't. Yeah, it. you don't. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That it is risky for people. Yes. Right. And so a, women stopped taking it. Yeah. Because it increased cancer. Yep. And heart disease. And heart disease. Yep. Yes. So this excess estrogen is called estrogen dominance. And estrogen dominance can lead to hormonal migraines. Just like what... Denise's experience. Exactly. It seems like that at yep. least. It certainly does. We see clients who often have patterns of headaches from ovulation or, you know, some women just a few days before their period because their estrogen levels are elevated. And like, uh, you know, like Denise, she is not even, she's not having a period. I mean, she's in menopause, she said. So it's happening for those people too. But yes. It's, but it's happening with her hormones that she's taking. Exactly, exactly. And migraines can be just another symptom of excess estrogen. For many health reasons, it is important to reduce estrogen levels for many women today and even some men. Wow, that's a surprise, isn't isn't it? it? Even some men. This is one of my favorite types of clients to work with because normalizing estrogen levels has such a long-term effect on people's health. Mm -hmm. So you might kind of wonder... Why the excess levels of estrogen for some people? I know there are really many, many causes, but excess body fat. Yes. Lack of exercise are two of the leading causes. You know, in addition, all the bad fats, like, you know, the fats that are in muffins and chips and french fries and cookies, and even in some of those weight loss frozen meals contain hydrogenated or partially hydrogenated fat, which block our cells' natural system of detoxing. That's right. Puts a crust around them. Mm-hmm. And so when estrogens are not detoxed naturally, they kind of hang around in our body. And they cause a lot of problems, like don't they? Cancer. Yep. Like cancer. It's a possibility. Absolutely. But excess body fat, Dar, um, why is that? You know, if you have excess body, it's our body fat that actually, when, I mean, again, when mm-hmm. we look at people that are no longer ovulating, no longer having their periods, women, um, it's you like know, in little, menopause, it's the fat that makes the estrogen. It's like mm-hmm. little hormone uh, manufacturers, Man- those yeah. fat cells are. Yeah. 
And the more, so more instead estrogen, of the harder ovaries, it is to lose weight. It's right. just like, and the more fat, the more estrogen we produce, and so it's a vicious circle. Yep. Yes. Yeah. And a lot of that fat comes from too many carbohydrates. Exactly. Too many sugars. Going back to the chocolate milk, seven teaspoons of sugar. Sugar in chocolate milk. So we're setting our kids up. I'm, I'm still visualizing that school bus yes. full of sugar. Yes. Pouring out the windows because it, they didn't have enough room. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so we are all exposed daily to a lot of negative estrogens from our environment, and these are called xenoestrogens. These come from pesticides, herbicides, mm -hmm. and plastics. Even those plastic water bottles could be the culprit uh, if you reuse them or leave them in a hot car. Yes, mm -hmm. definitely. Or uh, I want to add, too, yes? microwaving. Oh, plastic. Oh. Yes. Terrible. Yeah. Lots of xenoestrogens there. Yes. We are exposed to thousands, thousands of chemicals weekly. Our cells are swimming in a sea of man-made damaging estrogens. Even in many soaps, there's an estrogenic surfactant. Yes, isn't that? That is incredible, Wendy. So you if think you, you're cleaning yourself and you're yes, splashing you're, estrogen <laughs> all over your Oh, don't want that, definitely. <laughs> if you are experiencing migraines at only certain times of the month, it could be because you have excess estrogens and possibly not enough progesterone to balance out the estrogens. It seems that good health or the absence of health problems is all about balance. So if you are experiencing these hormonal headaches, what can you do to get back into balance? It often requires you to lose weight, get rid of those fat cells that are producing the excess estrogens, and then secondly, eliminating trans fats and refined oils. I also want to add that eating leafy green vegetables such as kale, Brussels sprouts, broccoli, or cabbage is really important because these vegetables aid in the detoxification of xenoestrogens. Yes, absolutely. You know, I, when when you were talking, Leah, yes. you know, it made me think, and I bet you do this, think about this every time we have a show up, Wendy, is this is exactly what we teach in our weight and wellness classes, how to do this. Exactly. You know, it's... Detox naturally with real food. Yep, yeah, and how to get... You know, how to eat that broccoli and how to eat that Brussels, how to eat those Brussels sprouts and all the things. And we have great and recipes, too. We have we have a cookbook. Yes. <laughs> Dishing up nutrition cookbook and great recipes. And you yes, know, we teach I have people. To, yeah, I have to say, I was eat. not a fan of Brussels sprouts until we did. I did the Brussels sprout medley that we have. Yes. And I cooked the Brussels sprouts properly. Yes. And it was good. Uh-huh. Yes. Brussels sprouts are very, very tasty. Yeah. And they're very healthy for you as far as detoxing those estrogens out of your system. Yeah. yeah. And very high fiber food, too. Yes. Exactly. Oh. As, as well as broccoli, you know? Yes. Mm -hmm. that, yes. So we often use two important supplements to help detox these negative estrogens. One is Astrofactors. My favorite. <laughs> I have several people on it, too. And Meta IC3. Both are very effective. These are supplements that support your liver so natural detoxing of your estrogen occurs. And, you know, Meta IC3 have some of the same ingredients as Brussels sprouts, And right? broccoli. Broccoli. Exactly. Interesting. Exactly. So yes. you can take a supplement or you can eat your broccoli. Yes. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, and sometimes can... people need both. Yes. So the balancing hormone that reduces the side effects of excess estrogen is another hormone that we naturally make when we ovulate, and it's called progesterone. Often I find clients with hormonal migraines are deficient in progesterone. And so by adding just a little bit of natural progesterone, and that's just in a cream, that's all it is. You Mm -hmm. add it at bedtime, you kind of put it over your thyroid or you put it over your, you know, on your wrist. Yep. And as you can see, many different reasons for migraines and many different solutions. Yes, and we haven't even talked about the low thyroid function to migraines. But we'll just have to save that for another show. Yes, we're going to And be here for Ask the Nutritionist next week. It'll be good. Thank you, Wendy. excited. Thank you, Wendy. Thank you, Dar. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.